Non-stop shock radio. Renegade talk radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later. Welcome, Renegade Nation and Renegade Talk. It's a Thursday. My name is Richie with Marla, the Richie Marla Show on Renegade Talk. Hi, Marla. How are you? Aloha. We're going to have a really interesting day today. We got this guy coming on, uh, Success Through Laughter. His name is Jim Mellis, but we don't know what we're going to be talking about. He's a bankster turned comedian. Is that what he is, a bankster yes. turned comedian? I can't hear myself on the stupid thing. Anyway, we're still having problems. I hope everybody enjoyed the UFO show with Sasha and Janet. Thank you so much for all the downloads. We got a hell of a lot of uh, listeners on that show. A little bit of Julian Lennon. Remember the 80s? Ever since You can say goodbye to Rolling Stone magazine. Fuck them. See what they did the other day, Renegade Nation? They put the bomber, the guy, one of the bombers in the Boston bombing marathon. Yes, Marlon, yeah. I was going to say the Boston bomber. The Boston bomber. They put him on the front page. The The front, front, the cover. The cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Can you believe that? What the hell is going on in this country? This guy killed and maimed a shit full of people at the... um, Boston Marathon. Boston Marathon. I'm having trouble with this thing. But. <laughs> How's that? Does that sound better? Sounds good to me. Anyway, so you know, so here he goes. He goes and bombs uh, the terrorists. He blows the, the people at the uh, end of the Boston Marathon. The whole nation is like paralyzed with this. Paralyzed. People are dying. People's limbs are flying all over the place. And there they do. They put this fucking asshole on the front page of Rolling Stone magazine. What is wrong with these people? It seems to me that the people I know face the wrong music people are fed up with Rolling Stone magazine, as we are here. So we will never even quote them. We will never have them on the air again. We were going to try to get one of their, uh, their uh, reporters on, but uh, fuck that. You know, I've had it. I've had enough of this bullshit. The bottom line is. You have to do something crazy like that to get noticed and become a star. That's what they actually said. Oh, this guy's going to be a star now. A star? He killed people. He was a terrorist. Absolutely no regard for the U.S. military. What'd you do to it? I don't know what I did. It was all screwed up. Now, I see, again, I'm having all these issues and problems with this machine. See, look at that. Look, look at all that. It's all messed up. Anyway, I hear an echo. Do you hear that echo? Yeah, what did you do? I don't know what I did. I'm still having problems. But anyway, getting back to the Rolling Stone magazine situation, Renegade Nation, I, if I were you, I would, if you have a subscription, cancel the subscription. Tell your friends to cancel the subscription. I mean, it, you know, you should be on the cover of a magazine for doing something really good. You know, especially with Rolling Stone. It's about musicians and music and the music world. And not putting up some murderer up on the front page of uh, Rolling Stone magazine. So hopefully... A mass terrorist. Yeah, uh, he's a terrorist, and uh, his brother's dead, and this guy's in prison, and they put him on the front cover of our... It just absolutely stuns disgusting. me. Disgusting. It, it is disgusting. The veterans of this country fighting the war, fighting for your freedom, fighting for their freedom, and they have the balls and the audacity to put that up. What the fuck is wrong with these people? And they call us they, when we curse, and they put... I mean, you know why? Grow up! Okay, Richie. 
You know, I should call Rolling Stone magazine and get them on and before this guy comes on. Get him, no. get them on, get them on the air and see why did you do this? Oh, know what they said? This this is really good, Marla. They said that they re, they put up Charles Manson when he killed everybody back in 1969. Or well, that was a little bit different. He that, wasn't a terrorist bomber. Yeah, he wasn't. A, yeah, he, he, this guy was a, Manson was a serial murderer, uh, killer. Uh, this guy's a terrorist. He's a th- uh, bombs people and blows people up for their stupid religion. But anyway, um, coming up next, coming up next, we, we have, a, have the bankster turned comedian. It's a New, a New York chief financial officer. He becomes a stand up comedian. Now, Renegade Nation, we don't know anything <laughs> about this. He uh, gets his you get success through laughter. That's why you listen to this radio. Show. That's right. That's exactly right. So why my uh, my microphone is echoing and why I'm having these problems? I really don't know. I'm pressing these buttons. Now, how about that? That's a little bit. Better. That sounds better. That sounds better there. Testing. Kind of got rid of the echo, too. Yes. I'm still messing around with this. That's why okay. I'm not on, on cue here. I'd like to say hi to all of our friends all over the world, all of our Twitter followers and Facebook followers. Uh, the herpes uh, complex is um, spreading. Spreading. It's spreading out to all of our friends. So don't pick up the phone if you get a call from somebody in Southern California. <laughs> it's a herpes Private complex. Private joke. Private joke. Anyway, don't worry about it. We don't have herpes. <laughs> no. Oh, Candace from... Um, normal. Uh, normal. Orange it, County Normal. The it, president of Orange County Normal. Is here in Maui. And she's going to be visiting. Visiting with us in Blowjob Studios later today. Yeah, so we, can't we can't wait to see Candace. Yeah, Patty, we'll take a picture and send it to you on the beach. Yeah, we can see we can see Candace in her bikini. Yep, she was on um, right. our Cannabis Thursdays back in, back in Huntington Beach. Yeah, back, oh, here he comes! I think. Right oh, now. okay. Okay, so let's. Uh, we're going to take a break. Renegade Nation. We'll be right back. Hello? 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 Yes. Hello? 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 Yes. Hello? 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 Yes. I'm calling about the ad in the advertiser. Yes. In the advertising, yes. Yes. Uh, what would you, what, what are you calling on? I'm calling about the ad that you had in the advertiser. Uh, what was the ad I had? You had the ad for the sofa bed. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I had to. Uh, it's sold. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes, how much is it? It was $60, and I sold it. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, when should I come to pick it up? Uh, it's already sold. Yes, I know, but I'm the one who was going to buy it. Uh, no, you can't buy it because I've already I've sold it to somebody else. No, I want to buy the sofa bed for $60. That's the good price. Uh, it has been sold. Somebody has already bought it. Okay. Well, uh, I want to buy it. You can't buy it when I've already sold it. Why not? It's sold. Okay, well, I'll take it. It's sold. I can't sell it to you because it's sold. Why not? It's sold. It's already sold. I don't care if it's already sold. I want this sofa bed for sixty dollars. You put the ad in the advertiser. And I've already somebody else has bought it. No, I. How no. can you buy? How can I sell it to two people? <laughs> I can't sell it to two people. That's not fair for you to do, because you put the ad in there. And I've sold it. I, it's just not. I didn't put that ad in there just for you. I put it in there for anybody wanted. And the first person to come by, I sold it to him. Yes, and I'm the person who wants it. I swear, you too late. No, no, don't tell me that. Because you put the ad in there. I read the ad, and I called, and I want to buy it. I, 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 what I told you is you can't, I can't sell 
I don't have but one and it's sold. I know, and I'm the one who wants to buy it. It's $60. That's a good deal. You must admit. Non-stop shock radio. Renegade talk radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later. Renegade Nation, welcome back. Renegade talking now. We were reading sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marla. Richie and Marla show here at Renegade. Welcome, followers, all of our beloved Renegade Nation, especially the UFO people out there floating around. A little bit of uh, Pink Floyd today. We have uh, Jim Mellis. He used to be a CFO in the banking world. He's turned into a comedian. So Jim's going to be on the air talking about the financial uh, area and how to have some laughter through all the mess that we've been going through. Uh, Jim is, is a now a stand-up comedian, so we're going to hear about that. Marla, do you have anything yes. to say about Jim? Yeah. does is based on his uh, foundational tools of humor, Renegade Nation, and improvisation. Jim will make you laugh your ass off, but he will also make you think, and that's what you need to do, think, as we've been telling you for a couple years now about the banking industry, you need to think. Yes, Mark. I love the fact that he's a bankster turned comedian. Uh, welcome, Jim. Welcome, Jim. How are you? Hey, how are you guys? A bankster, for me on. a bankster turned comedian. This is absolutely fabulous. Yes. <laughs> you know, we, we talk about these banksters all the time, as you know, Renegade Nation. And we have one of them on, and, he, and one of them finally said, I got to get out of this thing. This is not good for me, I and I'm going to be a comedian and make fun of him, just like we do. That's <laughs> <laughs> one shitty deal, as uh, Senator yes. uh, Levin said. Anyway, so, so, hey, Jim, remember Senator Levin uh, back a couple years ago when he inter- uh, they were interviewing the Wall Street Eight or whatever they called them, and uh, they didn't know what the hell was going on in their own firms, and um, Senator Levin kept on saying, one shitty deal, it, this is one shitty deal, do you remember that? Uh- Oh, I don't remember him exactly, but I remember like everyone was pointing fingers at everyone else. Yeah, they were all fighting amongst themselves. Yeah, and and it was, I mean, each bank got caught with a bunch of bad mortgages and tried to sell them as something good, and that's sort of what started it all. And they each knew about it, and some of them even bet against their own customers, and and. I'm not sure because when all this happened, I was already out of the banking world. I was uh, um, I was a CFO at a college for actors and actresses. I was a banker. Uh, I started out in the banking world about 23 years ago, and and uh, when 9/11 happened, I was at. Across the street, at, at, and, and the whole wow. and the banking world wasn't doing too great. So, I moved. I noticed I was a controller at the time, and I noticed there was three other controllers doing the exact same thing I was in different parts of the world. So, mm-hmm. I figured it's probably time to leave and all that. So, I, I I worked at a hospital as a CFO, and then at a college the last six or seven years as a CFO, and then 
Um, but but the last 13 years, every night I'd leave the office and I'd go straight to a, a comedy club with the suit and tie and briefcase and tell them all about my problems, and, and it was great. It was so what kind of problem, there. Jim, what kind of problems do you have? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty uh, of them. Uh, yeah. That's like the worst thing to ask a comic. How many days do you have there? Well, you said you have the problem, so I'm just asking. <laughs> by, by the way, I was upset. I, I, I mean, my my manager got, had me booked on UFO Thursdays, and I wanted Punani Fridays. I, yeah. I was Punani, upset. Yeah, Punani Fridays. Thing, but yeah, Jim. I, I mean, I'll do my best with UFO Thursdays. There. Well, UFO but, Thursday. Like, I, I mean, I like that show. That one. I forget when it's on because we DVR it. But it's the one where uh, aliens take over America. They call them skitters or something. I don't, I don't know, know about you, that one. If, if, if you've seen it, but uh, it's kind of cool, that thing. Like, you know, if we're running through the streets of Manhattan or Boston, and, you, you know, you, you'd be scared, but in the back of your mind, you're like, this is awesome. You know, these huge sci-fi monsters chasing me. It's, I don't know. Well, that, I can't, like, I, I, Jim, I Jim, like whoa, 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 whoa. I can't wait till they come. We just had Sasha and Janet on there. They're and, already here. They're already here. And Sasha and Janet were, were questioning why Abominable and Clinton and Bush were in Texas. Tasmania or Tas Tasmania? Oh, no, Tasmania. Oh. Why were they? In Ta- Do you have any idea why all three of them were in Tasmania about a month ago? Oh, oh, I know it was something. What was it? This it was. It was one of those. Uh, he he's got a, a not for profit where he he helps give water to everybody, something like that. You know, give food to the poor, or water to every dig well, something like that. I think. Liar, liar, pants on and, fire. And they'll help him, I think. Uh, well, they said that they were there to meet with the uh, aliens, and uh, that's what uh, Sasha and <laughs> yeah, Jennifer the Mayan calendar the Mayan was calendar, over, yeah, so now were. they have to meet with the ETs to. Uh, continue on. So, Jim, how are you going to help our audience uh, grow and maintain a value-driven work environment and good life? How, how, how Can you explain to our audience how that can happen for them coming through you? Because we've been trying for years, and maybe you, maybe you can help them out. Well, here's here's the thing. Like, I came up with this because when I when I was at the college, this college was in New York City. It was for actors and actresses, and basically, I was the ugliest guy in the building. Everybody looked like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, and I, you know, and and and, and then there was me and all that stuff. So, so everyone was very dramatic, and they were very scared of the CFO and the finances and all that kind of stuff. And they ran this school. Who isn't? I mean, there were. <laughs> <laughs> there was payroll due they, they, from from months back. There was uh, uh, the vendors were screaming on the phone. Like my first day, I'm getting yelled at by everybody. And you know, you owe us uh, uh, months and months of payroll. And and there was um, uh, what is it? There was three audits that weren't done. And when you're a college, you know, the Department of Ed checks you out. You know, to make sure your students, if if they're going to give your students fi- federal funds, you know, they want to make sure you're doing everything on the up and up so I, I had to like catch up on three audits clean up the IRS liens clean up all this stuff and at the same time figure out how to pay a year's worth of bills like the bills haven't, hadn't been paid because they were they were just running it to the ground so they really had and, a sloppy so, they, Jim they had a sloppy controller before you got there then apparently <laughs> Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. That, you know. So, so I, I, I basically came in there, and it was very stressful, very rough. And and you gotta like what you do. You gotta have values in what you do. So I kind of realized not everyone works the same way I do. They, people were all kind of shocked how calmly I was taking it, how I was, 
working with each vendor because I had to call. Like we didn't even know who owed us money and who we owed money to. Wow, you know, what a all mess. these students walking around, they had no clue which ones paid, which ones didn't. All the vendors that so so I had to go through every vendor, every single student's files, and talk to them and and basically make a deal with every vendor. Okay, I so how gosh, you know what, Jim? Jim, Jim, hold on, hold on, Jim. Jim, Jim, hold on, Jim, hold on. Jim, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. <laughs> For me, that was that was. Okay. I mean, it's challenging. It's, well, getting back to Jim, getting it's back. Fun. Like I don't want to be the CFO that just puts his feet up and and you know everything. Well, that's what most smoothly. of you do anyway. It, but now they're very solid. They're making money. They're doing well. They're growing. They're they're doing very. Yeah, but well see, here, oh, Jim, 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 Jim. How does this help our audience? Based on what you just talked about, how is this helping? How do you yeah. help our audience grow and be happy and and how to change through humor? Because a lot of people have a lot of problems changing and if you can change them through humor that's an easier way than the way of, of anger or you know um, I hate yeah. my job I hate my job <laughs> I hate you and I hate everybody and I hate this fucking place and it stinks and they don't pay me right and I you know and then they start stealing so how do how would you help renegade nation through their arduous day of, of going to their jobs that they hate what, 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 what kind of um, inference well, for, would you get? yeah first of all you, you got to go to that thing you mentioned the, the value driven thing you can't be doing it for money. You can't be doing it for something. You got to, here's, let me give you an example. Um, every, you know how when you walk into a company, somewhere on the wall, there's their mission and their values and all that stuff. That's well, all bullshit. Bullshit. That's all bullshit. I didn't hear you. Are you still there? It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, but I'm saying each person should have this. Each person, that's BS, but because not everyone believes it, but each person should have this. You should have values, things that you need in your life to thrive. Like if you have these things, and, and that your values should be like four, five, six things. If you have these, you're unstoppable in your life. Such so, as? To give you Such an example, as? For me, i got to be authentic. <laughs> authentic is one. You can't be one guy in the office and one guy when you get back home. It's got to be, you got to be able to be yourself. I gotta That's love just like I'm me doing. and Richie. Hey, Jim. I got to be having fun. Jim. It's got to be peaceful. I can't be like on a trading floor getting yelled at and screaming. And I was some, screaming at somewhere you. in there, there's got to be giving back or right, volunteering Jim. or generosity. So if you're not sure how to figure out what your values are, your goals, just figure out that, that maybe the five people you admire and what you admire most about them, and chances are that's what you you value. That's well, Jim, hey, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim, we don't have any values or goals over here. We're pretty successful. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, I, we've been bouncing around so much, we just get on the air and talk our, and talk, and talk the talk, and people love it, and, you know, they enjoy uh, hearing See, what we have to say. Well, we're now. lucky because we love what we do. Yeah, we love yeah, what we do. We lay half naked. Wait, hold on, hold on. Like I, so I do talks about this. Stuff. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, you guys have a great chemistry, and that's another thing. That, you can't teach. That, you got to have it. You know how amazing things are if, if the chemistry is there. So, so I basically have different talks on these things. I go into companies and I, I kind of have different things. Like uh, the, the teamwork one is basically, the title of it is Drinking at Work is Unacceptable if You Didn't Bring Enough for Everyone. And that's basically teamwork, How about smoking a little doobie? And trusting your people. Because <laughs> you guys, it's obvious. You, you all know what happens when the, when the group has chemistry. Well, and, yeah. You know, I even help with merger. Like if companies hey, buy each other and people are afraid for their jobs, you know, I have I'm another afraid. talk. You don't need to hide under your desk Be and scream afraid. until the nice men with the medicine come. Hey, you know, Jim. Just, <clears> I mean, to take me away. Jim. 
Jim! And, and, <clears throat> and that I have other things, like, you, you know, another topic is you shouldn't sweat the small stuff, you should pee on the small stuff and then giggle when people touch it. That's like Marley giggles all the time on the small stuff. And, right, and that kind of shows you how to be happy. And basically, you're, you're owning your own success. You're, you're, you're kind of taking the fault for it. You're not blaming your boss and all that stuff. You're taking ownership and responsibility. And, and you know, I also teach you how to talk to people. You know, if you are the boss. That's one thing I don't know how to do. I don't know how to talk to people. I have a big problem yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, I mean, again, people I complain about a lot of things. Like I'm me. Sure you're in your office. But my whole philosophy is if you didn't wake up in a bloody, drenched teddy bear costume with a strangled male prostitute next to you, you're doing okay. <laughs> you know, like things aren't that bad. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you here what we do is we do the show, and then Marla takes off and goes to her place, and then we meet up on the beach half naked and smoke a doobie. And that's our motivation for the yeah. day. Yes. That's what we do. I keep forgetting you're out in Hawaii. We're in Maui, yeah. yeah. We live in the jungle. So yeah. we go we go to the beach half naked, hang out, smoke some doobie, and then we decide what we're going to do for the next show. And then we decide, okay, then we'll go, we have something to eat, and then we go to sleep. <laughs> it's a really rough day. You know, people yeah, go, you, you people. I'm jealous because I've been there once or twice. You guys have the life out there. I yeah, mean, we just live here. I don't know how you got there. Usually when someone's out there, I stole I money from CFOs. Like the witness protection program. Yeah, I'm in the witness like protection that. program. The IRS is after me. Anyway, Renegade Nation, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Jim more about um, effective communication. Happy, happy, happy. And the happy, happy times that happy you have with, with none of this. When you don't have any of this, you don't have any, you don't have any good times. But I know one thing. You can have a good time and you can work hard and if you don't like your fucking job get out of it and find something that you really want to do but Jim's going to explain more about that a little bit of Pink Floyd money Renegade Nation thanks for all the downloads we really appreciate it hi to all of our friends Marla Jim we'll be right back here at Renegade hang in there fellas the biggest variety of music on the planet Yeah, tomorrow is Punani Friday. Liana Hara will be on talking about some sexy book that she just wrote. She's going to, in fact, read some of the book. I'm so excited. I can't wait. We tried to get that transgender. The transgender, I think, is in in the operating room getting changed from a man to a a female. So we'll catch up on that later. But anyway, uh, Liana will be on Punani Friday. But John and Friday, tell your friends because you're going to be out of the salt mines tomorrow. And it's time to have a good time on Friday. Time to get ready and fuck and smoke some dope and play.
Jim. Yeah, Bob Lynn Turner Overdrive, BTO, Taking Care of Business. Jim, do you remember that? Were you around when this song came out? Oh, yeah. I love this stuff. Everything you've been playing, I love. So. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> Thank you. Please listen to Scott. Now, Renegade Nation, if, you don't, if you're sick and tired of my big mouth or Marla's big mouth, which she does have a big mouth, by I the way. I do. Uh, you can go to Sky Pilot Radio. <laughs> admittedly. And, admittedly, you do have a big mouth. It's great for other things other than eating. <laughs> anyway, we have uh, Jim Mellis. You just wish you knew, Richie. Well, you know what? One of these days, I will Dream get you. Dream on. I, 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 I've been, that's why Aerosmith like wrote the song. Smith, yes. Dream on. And he, he lives on the island. island. I have to talk to him about that. Yeah, yeah. I have to talk he to stop, him. He stops by frequently. Yes. Hangs <laughs> out at Little Beach, the exactly. nudie beach. <laughs> anyway. So we have Jim Mellis on. Jim is a, a former chief financial officer. Bankster. Uh, he's a, 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 he got out of the bank. No, he's uh, not a bankster. He got I, out right before the banksters. I'm always so serious. I know you're so serious. You're such a serious woman. I over there, know. Anyway, so Jim was a former bankster CFO, and he was he he was in there, and he saw the mess already coming down, so he decided to change careers, and he, he uh, ended failed. up failed. No, he ended up being a comedian. He got That's out. Right. He got out of that fucking mess <laughs> over there, and decided, hey, I got to do something with my life, and this is what he's all about, and this is what I've been telling you for years. You need to do what you need to do for you. Only you, Renegade Nation. You got to wake up, and you got to understand that it's only about you, not about some stupid corporation or some stupid fucking bunch of shit that nobody understands anything and they're bossing you around and they're paying you right and I can go on and on and on You gotta and on. be a funny man like Jim. Yeah, if you're a funny guy, go be a comedian. If you if you want to build something, go build something. Right, Jim? Think Take us through this yeah. effective communication of getting people to understand. Think, think funny like we do. Think funny like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and again, these decisions aren't easy. I mean, picture being a banker and making a lot of money, or or I'm sure a lot of your your uh, people that listen to you there, a lot of the listeners, they they uh, I'm sure they all have uh, good jobs and all that, and it's hard to leave if you don't like it. But you got to have a plan. You don't just quit and say I want to be a ballerina. You kind of have to do the work a little bit as well. But that's that's what I did. I mean, for for 13 years while I was a CFO. I was going to the comedy clubs, you know, you know, waiting my turn, getting treated like crap by the big guys, and finally, you know, it, it, it started slowly taking off. It, you know, that kind of thing. You it does take do time. The work there. Well, let me but ask you. It's, it, it's definitely kind of like um, I don't know how to. Uh, I, I, you know how uh, if you make goals for yourself, the, the the low ones, the little ones, usually never get done because there's no motivation for you. But the hard ones, the ones that they wind up becoming a labor of love. Mm-hmm. You wind up getting the harder ones done faster and, and better, and you're more productive because you love what you're doing. So it almost doesn't seem like work. You might be working 13 hours, but it's still it, it's better when you when you love what you're doing. And Jim, let me ask you a question. You know, uh, Jim, Jim, here we go. Jim, Jim, do a, Jim. A, a talk Jim. to help you to get there. Jim. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever tried? I'm doing it again. I'm screaming at you. I scream at everybody, but I don't like to scream at the guest. Let me ask you a question. Have He's you ever, usually screaming at me. I scream at everybody. I let them yeah, know. I'm anyway, sorry. Jim, let when me I ask talk, you a question. I, you guys get shut off somehow. No, we always get shut off. It's That's part of that. <laughs> anyway, have you ever tried getting on America's Got Talent? Have you ever tried getting on there? <laughs> No, 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 I haven't. But, but, but yeah, that's an idea. <laughs> well, yeah, there were four comedians on the other night because I, I like Howard Stern. I mean, you know, Howard's a nice guy. And he, I was watching these comedians and one guy was absolutely just was drop dead fucking really funny. really good. He was really yeah. friggin' funny. And he, he, he had Stern and those other three judges, Howie and uh, the two girls, laughing. Heidi Klum, the model. And, the, and who else? Who's the, the, and, and the Molly Spice B, Girl. The Spice Girl. And they were laughing their asses Melody. off. And the guy's just standing up there looking stupid. 
stupid and saying stupid stuff. And it was absolutely hilarious. And I, I always look at these comedians as, you know, like you. you, you Stand-up is difficult. Whether you get sick and tired of the work and the 40-hour work week or the 55- or 60-hour work week, and you say, you know what? I'm a funny guy. What am I saying? Go- we do stand-up every day. We do stand-up every day on the radio station. But, you know, to go in front of an audience and to do that and to talk about it and to be funny and to, to have people laugh at you. I remember George Carlin was so good My at that. My hero. Can you say it loud, Marla? <laughs> yeah, I can. Because I'm, I'm bringing my ear drum. Anyway, anyway, so being a comedian, so uh, so uh, Jim, can you go in that direction of people think they're really funny and people, you know, at a bar or at a at a family reunion or whatever, say, you know, man, you're really funny. You, th- you should be a comedian. You think uh, that, that, that did would that be, ever happen to you? That ever did that happen to you, Jim? That's that's how it started. In fact, I, I was at a party and I was telling somebody a, a story. I, I think it was like I was talking about how expensive the, the the price of hot dogs were at Yankee Stadium or something like that. You know, I went with my nephew and I, I told he was eight years old and I told him for the same price we could have both eaten Fruit Loops off a hooker's nipple and he still wanted the hot dogs. And, and by the way, on a side note, those hot dogs. Uh, you know they 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 mess you up there at Yankee Stadium. They they went through my system uh, like a Bon Jovi cover band went through my ex-wife's pants there. But I was telling a story about. I, I remember it was a boring story like I just told you, and and the guy is like, you know, you have a way of talking. It's kind of you're not jumping up and down. You're not screaming like most comedians. You know, you're you're kind of mellow the way you talk. It, you'd be good for the stage. Why don't you write? some things down and, and I'll put you up and we'll see what happens. So, And again, I have this huge stage fright and I did it and I loved it. I mean, I went into the comic strip which is where all the big guys got discovered. You know, um, Richard Pryor and Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy and and, and uh, Seinfeld. All these people got discovered at the comic strip. Ray Romano. And So I walked in there and I just went straight to the bathroom and puked and a comic told me, that means you care. That's a good thing. And and I went up on stage with the suit and tie and never looked back. It, 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 after that first laugh, it was excellent there. I mean, yeah, that I, is a I major turn on you, Sometimes you, you, you bomb and sometimes you don't do well and you try jokes, but that's the nature of the business. It's like a, if you're a delivery guy in New York, you're going to get parking tickets. If you're a comic, you, you know, when you try new stuff, you're going to you mess up here and there. Don't give up. Just keep pushing if you know, if you, know you got it. Well, that's that's what happens here, Marla, with us. I mean, sometimes we have really, really good days or really, really great shows, and then other times we have terrible shows, and they're not that good. And for whatever reason, whether it's the guest, whether it's us, whether it's the mood, whether it's the weather, whether it's whatever, uh, hungover and screwed all night. Well, usually... But what? hungover, yeah, Richie's, you, Richie's really good. I'm, I'm usually better when I'm hungover than when I'm straight, Jim. <laughs> so maybe yeah, may, yeah, maybe psychological. comics like that who are. Like, when I'm, when I'm up there, I kind of forget what I'm supposed to do. Like, why am I up here if I, if I do too many shots mm-hmm. of anything? So, so Jim, are, are you good at dealing with the hecklers? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I usually don't get them, but I usually try to get the audience on my side there and all that. It's sometimes it'll be a, you know. I remember one time it was it was rough, you know, because I, I I'm a, I got the suit and tie and everything, and and the, I, I had a rough looking crowd and everything, and and the, at, in the middle of my set they sat like a. 
like six scary black guys right in the front row, right in front of me, and they were looking at me with the arms crossed and angry. And and by the end of the show, I, they were they were hug, they hugged me at the end of the show, and they thought I was hysterical. But it was scary at the beginning. Oh, how cool! You know, I had to tell them I'm not a Republican. You know, I'm like a, in the middle somewhere. I'm, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I I showed them. You know, I held up my hand in the air and said "Black Power," and, and I, I told them, "You guys know what this." means, right? And they said, I don't know. And I said, uh, well, this means this. when a black guy does this, they're saying this is the size of my penis and, and all that. So it was a big fist. So yeah, you connected and, with that. And, and then I showed him my pinky and I said, this is white power. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah you got the your pinky. Yeah, your pinky is the white penis like is this you. big. It's small. Like they, they go up with the big black power, that's their big black penis, and then he came up with his little pinky. Yeah, and he small little Why penis. are you explaining this to me? It was, was kind of off like that. You know, when, when you get, you usually it'll be girls talking and uh, they're not paying attention, so I'll walk out there and, and kind of, what are you guys talking about? That kind of thing. And, you know, it usually goes away if I get the audience in my side, because usually the audience wants to laugh. They don't want to hear the, the heckler, they want to laugh. Right, so really, you're a wise ass then. That, that's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't well, call we, it. I'm I am. A, That's a compliment, I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I try That's not to do the mean humor too much. I'm there. a wise I'm a nice, ass. Maybe the ex-wife will do the oh, mean stuff. But, but again, I don't know. You know, she she was. What is wrong? Whoa, 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 Jim, 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 Jim. Vagina had a password. Jim, password. Jim, what is wrong with your ex-wife? You bring it up all the time. What is wrong? What is she doing? He was just saying it, and you were screaming over it. I don't want. I don't want to talk about her too much there, but yeah. You know, she she never supported the comedy thing. That sort of was the reason for the divorce. You know, she's like, you're a banker, you're doing well. What's the matter with you? You're up till four in the morning, and then you go back to the office at seven. And what's the matter? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to do what you love when you're not getting the support from exactly. Home. And, and you know what? You bring up that's a great point, Jim, because a lot of people are in that boat, and they once they get married, it's very very difficult. I went through that myself. It's very very difficult to move on with your dream and uh, there comes Renegade Nation a certain time in your life that you need to do something about what you want to do and if you're you could be in your 30s or 40s and you're sitting there and you're married and all of a sudden you got to make this change and you go to the wife and you tell her or the wife goes to the husband and tells the husband you got to make that decision and if the spouse doesn't support you you got a lot of problems it's time to move on and a lot of people do that. I, I happen to be one of them. Yeah, now you're happy, dappy, Richie. Now I'm happy, dappy, Richie here. Yeah, and, I'm, and, and the, the new wife loves me, and, and she she supports me, and, and it's great. I mean, it, it'd be now is she be younger nice than the uh, other wife? Be more like a sex object, but you know we you know we just had the baby, so she you know that kind of. Apparently, thing. you can still get it up, Jim. That's good. Baby. Apparently, you can still get it up, Jim. That's good. You made made her happy. How old is your new yeah, wife? We had the baby late too. I mean, when she cranked it out, she was forty-four. Wow, you guys are starting that. late, man. He's a nice, healthy little guy, and That's I don't good. get it. He's he's the happiest baby in the world, but he's always trying to kill himself. He's I mean, just like you, Jim. To lick the Clorox bottles and <laughs> uh, we saw a baby the talk- knives and trying to stab himself, and, and he's happy too. He's a, he's happy when he's trying to stab himself. Daddy, yeah, look what I can do. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Like, yeah, I was telling you on the break, you can't just leave him alone 
to play with himself or he'll grab a toaster, take a bath with it and kill himself. And <laughs> that brings child services back. And there's only so many times you could tell him he fell down the stairs. <laughs> That's exactly right. They'll think you're drop kicking him. Anyway, so Jim, where can the Renegade Nation find you? Do you have a website or? Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, uh, our management company is Brushwood Media Group. And, and But you can find them and me on jimmelez.com. So okay, that's why I need that. It tells you how to get in touch with me. We also started a, a charity there, which is a giving, making a difference one laugh at a time. We do comedy shows. You know, we have big names that 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 I do them, and all the money goes to a good cause. The, okay. the last one went to the the Sandy victims. The one before went to kids in distress situations, that kind of thing. Oh, that's and, awesome. And the website for that one is givingbackisgood.org. Well, we'll put the uh, we'll put your, basically we'll, you can find everything through jimmellis.com. That's exactly what we're going to do. Yes, Marla. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do we'll, we'll put your um, uh, address on there with a picture, and people, if they're interested, they can click through. And we appreciate you having uh, on on Renegade. It was really funny to talk to you. You're a great guy, and, and also if uh, any, any uh, businesses out there, whatever you know, you need you need a funny guy to come in, and uh, you do conferences. Yeah, yeah, I help I help businesses deal deal with change and uh, or uh, or or do you know fi- figure out how to do teamwork or, or bring morale back up if things are, are aren't going so well. Like they bring they all have their own different reasons they bring me in for. Well, that's a good idea. If you, you, your business is suffering from bad morale or declining morale, you got to bring a guy like Jim in to get the morale back Apathy. up. Uh, yeah, and yes. thing, things will change, and everybody will be happy, and you'll make more money, and then everybody's happy, right, Jim? Yeah, yeah, and, and I even do stuff with uh, with. Sometimes they they bring me into clubs where individuals are trying to start their own business or or that kind of thing, and and it, basically I have a talk about fearless financing. I mean, going to get the loan, I could tell you how to. It's tougher now, but it still can be done. The banks want to give you money, but they you need how? to just how do you do it? it? We need help. Help! I need to buy a home. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's I thought you guys were yelling at me again. I missed that. No, no, yelling. no, no. I, <laughs> yeah, I said. Well, that stuff I help people. People I found out are even scared to look at their own credit reports. And I help you look That's at me. that and clean it up and all that kind of stuff. All right, we're going to get out of here. Even sell your idea to the bank so they, they understand it. Wait just a minute. I'm not just anybody. Basically, I don't use big, fancy words or anything like that. I don't know too many. Okay. I want to learn how to buy a house. Yeah. We're, we, but we have other resources. We'll talk to Jim off the air about that. Okay. Okay. Jim, we're going to get out of here. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, thank you be, yeah, for being you on Renegade. We appreciate it. Send me an email. It. You can reach me through that website. Okay, we'll All do that. info is there. Okay, Jim. Have a nice day, Jim. Mel is on the air, and we're going to get out of here ourselves because we got to get ready to go do some other things. Uh, uh, we're going to go get tortured by the dentist. Yeah, Jim was really funny today. Jim's a great guy. He's a, I, I thought he was going to be more of a bankster type guy, but he's not. He's a real comedian. He's trying to make it, and he doesn't want to put up with all that bankster bullshit anymore. So, Jim Mellis, you wanna, we'll put it up on the website. You can go check him out. A little bit of Pink Floyd and money. We're out of here tomorrow. Leanna Harrow is going to be talking about her book that just came out. And she's going to be reading parts of it for a Renegade Nation to get you all excited. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. And I say, say, I, I love. love.